This is It Could Have Been Worse, a podcast where we tell stories of terrible things happening in our everyday lives, things that might have left us severely injured or disfigured, or may have even killed us, but we've survived. It then becomes painfully clear to us that it could have been worse. Welcome to episode two of It Could Have Been Worse. We have two new stories today. The first one, titled The Life Faded From His Eyes, is a true story of a friendship lost. The second story is true if you believe, but I won't be surprised if you don't believe it, titled Shadows. Thanks for listening, and make sure to stay safe because when bad things happen, we know it could have been worse. The life faded from his eyes. The life faded from his eyes. Don't get me wrong, he's still alive, maybe, but he's definitely dead to me. I watched him change, right in front of me, he became a stranger. He morphed from someone who I loved like a brother into someone I wouldn't pay a second glance to in passing. It pains me to my core to speak these words. I miss him. I miss the summers running through the fields pretending to be comic book heroes or the latest video game character we idolized. I miss finding branches by the river and having mock sword fights that always seem to get a bit too real. We would be mad at each other for a few minutes, then apologize and head home, and it would be like it never happened. I remember staying the night at his place and him at mine. We liked the same things, hung in similar circles, disliked the same group of jocks that liked to bully us for liking video games and comics over basketball. And it changed. He started becoming more distant. We were still close, but he liked to smoke and drink. We were only 13 or 14. I drank occasionally, sure, but he reveled in it. It became his identity. He became known as the guy who drank too much and got belligerent. He moved away soon after. He would call occasionally. We would talk about life, but nothing too serious. He told me he started trying harder drugs. My heart sank. Too many people in my life have ruined theirs because of drugs. I told him he needed to cut his shit and stay clean. He said he would try. He moved back two years later, but he was different. He'd aged, no longer youthful looking. Hell, most people thought he was younger than me growing up despite him being a full six months older. We stayed friends, but he still liked to party. I liked to party too, but I only drank and maybe smoked some weed. He liked to drink to excess and who knows what else. I distanced myself from that stuff. Like I said before, too many people in my life ruined theirs with drugs and I didn't want to make their same mistakes. He had his demons. Mother abandoned him with his grandmother at five years old. Grandmother was verbally abusive, and possibly physically too, but he never mentioned it. His uncle lived with them, and his uncle was definitely physically abusive. His grandfather, who had been estranged, came back into their lives around the time we were nine or ten, and was mentally abusive. His mother came back into his life around twelve years old, and he seemed to brighten up. He tried reconnecting with his father when he moved away. He called me crying. His father wanted nothing to do with him. That might be what broke him in hindsight. We stayed in touch as I started a family and got better paying jobs. He struggled, but finally found a stable life. Girlfriend and two daughters, a stable job, car paid off, and a seemingly happy home. Then I got a call from him. He had been puking blood. I rushed to his house and talked to him. I was in EMT at the time, so I suspected the worst. He danced around the issue a bit until he finally came clean. He started using heroin. He had passed out in his bathroom while his two-year-old and six-month-old were home alone while his girlfriend was at work. 
I was disgusted with him at this point. How could he be so irresponsible to put his children in danger while he seeks a high? He cried. I agreed. Weeks passed and he called me again. He wanted help. Withdrawals were too much for him and he would use again. His girlfriend kicked him out. He was staying with his mom and her husband. The husband was supplying the heroin and he wanted to stay with me for a few days while he withdrew. I picked him up and we went to my place, stopping at his grandma's so he could get cigarettes. He came out drinking a 40 ounce. I told him he needed to stop using all substances, but he insisted. I conceded. That was my first mistake. He got drunk quickly. I'm sure he took some pills while at his grandma's. He told me he was depressed about losing his girlfriend and daughters, but they were talking, and if he could clean up and get his shit together, she would take him back. They talked through the night until he decided he wanted to end it. The withdrawals were too much. The depression was too much. The fact he had children didn't matter to him. He broke the bottle in my driveway and tried to slice his throat. I reached in to stop him, but he withdrew the sharp edge and swung from my throat. I kicked the broken glass from his hand and he swung at me with an angered fist, cursing my name. He grabbed a piece of glass and tried again. I stopped him before he could truly do anything too serious. He cut himself, but only enough to bleed a little. He dropped the glass and cried for me to help him. I grabbed a towel to stop the bleeding, but he swung at me again, connecting this time to my stomach. I called for emergency services and told them what had happened. It could have been worse. He survived, but his life faded from my eyes. Shadows. They chased me all the way home. Darkness fell quickly, like a curtain blacking out the sun. Shadows danced in the dimming light. They were just out of sight. I saw them stalking me throughout the day, but they were just glimpses. I thought I was hallucinating, but they were there all day. Driving into work early in the morning, even before the sun was out, I could see them. Darker than the existing darkness, they stood out like shadows in the daylight. My religious mother would have said to pray and they wouldn't bother me. My own mind told me they were just hallucinations due to lack of sleep. As I got closer to work and the sun began to rise above the horizon, I started to feel hopeful that I wouldn't see them anymore. I was wrong. Their cover of darkness gone with the glow of the sun, they resorted to hiding in the shadows cast by buildings and vehicles. I asked co-workers if they had seen anything out of place. Everyone gave me similar responses. Are you feeling okay? No, of course not. I did my best to ignore them the rest of the day. I got out of work at around 5 p.m. and started my drive home an hour away. I cranked the radio and relaxed a bit in my seat. I had nearly forgotten about the shadows as I drove home. More interested in the music, I kind of vegged out. The winter sun started to dip behind the hills and I started to see glimpses of the shadow creatures. These ones seemed different. The ones in the morning seemed to be observing me as I passed them by. The ones during the day seemed to be following me, observing but actively trying to keep up with me. As I got closer to home, they became hostile, crossing in front of me making me swerve to avoid a collision. A collision with what? I thought. They're shadow hallucinations. I was terrified, and it was all in my mind, right? These things weren't real, right? They were chasing me, taking on forms of creatures resembling the shape of a bear, but horribly mutated. A long limbed humanoids with short torsos and small heads stalking behind trees, bent at odd angles. 
They had no visible eyes, but I could feel them looking directly at me, looking through me, into my soul. They wanted something from me, and were dead set on getting it. I called home and asked to have the outside light on when I pulled up. They weren't going to get whatever it was they wanted from me. They were closing in on my car as I got closer to home. I was driving 60 miles an hour on a road that was dangerous at 35. I was shooting past homes hoping no one was outside and could be caught up in whatever was after me. I came dangerously close to creaming off several sharp drop-offs saved only by my thankfully brand new set of brakes and the adrenaline that had me wide awake. I pulled up to my house and prepared myself to quickly shut off the engine and sprint inside. I ran in as quickly as I could and slammed the door behind me, everyone inside looking at me like I was some sort of psychopath. I explained my reasoning and what had happened today and they were convinced I was, indeed, a psychopath. Had I been sleep deprived and hallucinating? Was this a visit from an otherworldly being? No matter what it was, it had me scared enough to drive recklessly. To this day, I occasionally see the shadows. They haven't felt as hostile since then, but I still feel uneasy when I see them. Those were our stories for this week. Thank you for listening. Please come back next time for another episode of It Could Have Been Worse.